Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. Hi everyone, Elle Ballard here today with you and I have a beautiful special guest with us today all the way from Hawaii, Vince. Hi Vince, welcome. Aloha, aloha. Aloha. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking the time. Before we jump into this, which I know will be great, juicy conversation, I want to introduce Vince quickly. So Vince finds joy in witnessing the change of individuals and groups when they are engaged in healthy dialogue. She has a heart for small businesses and supports the missions of nonprofits to fulfill the community's needs. She has a master's degree in public administration and a bachelor's in intercommunication and public relations with certifications in conflict resolution, nonprofit management, and volunteer management from the University of Hawaii. She's a certified coach and trainer through the John Maxwell team, brain health coaching through Amen University, neuroencoding, certified development and leadership coach, and thriving women in business. She resides on the island of Oahu with her husband, Nick, and has three wonderful adult children carving their own journey. She tries one scary thing every year and tries one new recipe every month. That can be scary too. (laughs) Welcome, Vince. You know, with all of that said, the first question I usually like to ask, um, right, what, why do you do what you do and what makes you unique in doing so? Um, The reason why I do what I do do is because I went through coaching myself and I discovered it while I was a volunteer coordinator for a nonprofit. I had 300 volunteers under me. I took a 360 and they included me into a program with the Center for Creative Leadership and American Express paid for all of it. I had no idea what coaching was. Mm-hmm. When I was in the class and I did my 360, I was shocked. I thought I was a good communicator. I thought everybody loved me. I'm such a people pleaser. And then I discovered that I was not good with communicating with my colleagues. And I took a deep dive and looked in the mirror and told myself, how can I do better as a leader and be better at communicating with other people? And I had no idea coaching was involved. I took a year-long coaching and then I went into my master's and I got into conflict resolution. Like, oh, this is it. And I told my professor, why isn't this taught everywhere? And he said to me, that's your job. Your job is to carry this and create peace and harmony with everyone in every organization. And I took that as a mission to bring that to the to anyone who is willing to listen and willing to collaborate with me on a mission of peace. Yeah, and it's very, um, a very beautiful niche that's needed. So 
tell us where are you from and how has your background limited or favored you? I grew up on the island of Kauai. My um, father was an immigrant from the Philippines right after World War II. Um, and then my mother was born on Kauai, but she went back to the Philippines and they were in the middle of the war. When they came back to Kauai, my father came first right after the war. My my mother and my sister came 25 years later. And so it was very difficult. And But they instilled in us the love of learning and educating ourselves and really holding that close to us. I also have a disability. I only have one leg and that I had to overcome a lot of that. In the early years, they noticed that I wasn't a good speaker. Mm-hmm. So I had Easter Seals help me with my speech and really reading to me a lot and really being involved in my upbringing. So I credit nonprofits to a lot of what I am today, mm-hmm. as well as my parents. But it's overcoming and having the love of God and instilling that in me and having our faith too is what helps me to carry on. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that story about you, upbringing and, and, and all the lessons. As um, building a business, right, as a multinational woman, and this is, you know, Women of the World Network, uh, Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. And I love to discuss all the lessons and you've, you've, you've kind of touched on the personal lessons, right? Mm-hmm. But all the lessons that we learn as we are building our own businesses and our own lives what was one of the biggest lessons you had to learn while building a business in a life as a multinational woman building a business is hard it's difficult staying consistent and you do need to sell every week you are your own brand you have to do your taxes yeah it's all the back end stuff that no one explained to you. Of course, I love coaching. I love speaking and I love training. But all of those other nitty gritty stuff, it's not handled by someone. It has to be handled by I, me. I have to be taken <laughs> care of. Yes. Yeah. And that's like the biggest lesson. And, you know, finding the right person to help me with my taxes was difficult. I've had to go through three other people and I had to be more savvy about business, about trusting my gut. If the client is not my client, then that's okay. I have to release that client. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great lesson, right? To, to be able to delegate what you do Mm -hmm. and then leave what you are really good at or, your strengths and I can totally totally relate of course because there are so many things on a daily basis um that we have to do and that we can be doing as well you know mm-hmm. that shiny object right and everything it's how so staying focused in the midst of all of it and really focus on your goal on your mission mm-hmm. uh, on your revenue goals and I love how you reminded everyone all the listeners the sales in your own business that's a lifeblood right like apart from everything else we have to do, but really, you know, that has to be number, number one priority. Yes. And uh, if, if, if to grow the business and sustain the business. Yeah. So, so thank you for sharing that, giving that reminder to have the right people who have your back yes. and, mm-hmm. and really have expertise in specific fields 
that we are, you know, constantly growing, you know, right? And building yes. business so that yes. we can fully rely on them so we can do our part. I learned from you community and I learn from women all the time. I mean, I'm in a different network with other men and women, but being in a community that's so supportive of other women, we don't know the struggles that we have, right? We silo ourselves in our business because that has been male dominated all these years, but we women need community mm-hmm. and women of the world provides that so much that we rely on each other and support one another. Yeah. So thank you so much for being such a shining example, Elle. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Vince. Um, yeah, thank you. And this actually leads to the, to my next question. <laughs> yeah, perfectly. Um, yeah, what does it mean for you? And as a leader, as an amazing leader who was recognized the leader of the month, you know, in the island of Hawaii, in the state of Hawaii, um, for helping us support more women, um, you, you Vince, also such a great leadership example. What does it mean for you to be a woman of the world? You know, when I have those one-to-one meetings and even being in the community online, it's recognizing that everyone has a story mm. and everyone brings their, whether it's their struggles or their um, successes yeah. into the mix mm-hmm. and you are encouraged and uplifted by that, that they have overcome a lot. And I love when the women share, like I became a director or I was able to book a client thrill and that experience that I'm like, oh, wonderful. That's a wonderful thing that you did. And I love the connections that the women start to make. And being a woman of the world is having that connection all over the world. And I experienced that going to the Philippines, doing medical mission. Mm-hmm. And I want to go again and having that connection with other women in those villages that like affected me. And mm-hmm. I want to help other women in that way. Then they bring that back to their homes and into their community. and They share what they can, right? Like we're not alone. We're here together. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we can we can grow together. We can achieve great things we, when we are together. And and yeah, and and also uh, I love how you said you know seeing other women succeed right and achieve, and having done that, such a great example for other women to kind of follow the steps. So I love your heart, and I love your um, how you share your passion and heart with with our mission of the organization as well. I see every woman as my mother like having to navigate speaking English in the United Mm -hmm. States um, and then her creating her own businesses. She was a seamstress. She was a gardener. You know, she created like all these little side businesses and she had to like overcompensate for a lot of her inability to speak English. So Mm -hmm. she was struggling, but she was always persistent always consistent so Mm -hmm. I see in every woman of the world my mom so I want to I want to take us back to what you are doing today and kind of share a little bit more and by the way if you're listening to this conversation we will post links how to connect with Vince please connect with her Uh, she's doing amazing work in the world but how did you, how long did it take you? And that's a, such a, you know, it's a, it's a question on niche because we all want to just follow what our strengths are, right? What um, Follow our purpose. 
and what we are good at, truly good at, and what we're supposed to be doing. So how long did you take to find your niche, you know, and your voice in, in this field of coaching that you are doing today and what you're doing today? It took me quite a while and I'm still discovering it. And I, I took my certification with John Maxwell 2017 and I was, you know, Elle is also a Maxwell leadership coach. You're in a room of thousands of people, right? Like, how can I be right. unique in this room? <laughs> and like, I'm giving out his information, doing his trainings. I'm like, mm-hmm. how can this be unique to me? Yeah. And I started creating the niche of conflict resolution and having more classes about having better and effective communication within the workplace. And now I see, I see it. I see the vision. And I've had a lot of coaches. I've had a marketing coach, a sales coach, a business coach, a life coach. And they're always saying, let's find the one thing that you can do that you can do well. Something clicked. I saw like a little news piece and I realized it's humanity and leadership. Mm -hmm. When we see everyone as a human first and not put labels on them, that's when I see leadership really thrive Mm -hmm. and bring along people in the organization. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to start launching that part of uh-huh. So it took that long to find my niche. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it takes time. But once you find it, it's really, it's um, it's a joy every day, right? Because you are yes. doing the work you're supposed to be doing, place mm-hmm. your strengths and your experience. I love that. And I feel like you're doing exactly, you know, what you're supposed to be doing and and bringing that in, into organizations and, and trainings and all of that. So I want to take us to the next section of our conversation. Mm-hmm. It's the rapid fire questions. Yes. So, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's going to be great. And it's only five questions. Okay. Yeah. They're not that bad. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> so the first question is your favorite book name is? The Blue Highway. Mm, I haven't read that one. I read it when I was 13. I don't, I think it was around 300 pages. But the writer, and he's American Indian, very, very descriptive. He paints the picture so well. But I was fascinated by his focus on Mm -hmm. a slug that crossed the highway. Ah. He had one chapter on this slug. I don't like slugs. How can a person write so much on just one subject? One. But he he was connecting, right? With the world. He was connecting yeah. with that creature. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is amazing. So I, it's always in the back of my mind. Mm, yeah. Like, you mentioned you were 13. You read it and still, <laughs> it's still, it's interesting. And this connection, right? He has a connection to the mm. universe, to the earth, to yeah. himself and to the creature. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, beach or mountains? Oh gosh, beach. Because I'm a water baby. Yeah. Yeah, you're living in the right place for that. (laughs) Favorite international destination to visit? I would love to go to France and I'm hoping to go next year. But so far I've been to the Philippines. So I love the Philippines. Yeah, awesome, (laughs) awesome. Summer or winter? Ooh, I am in Hawaii. I like the warmth but not too hot. Mm-hmm. But lately um, we went to Vegas to do um, snowboarding and skiing. And I loved it. 
the temperature. So yeah. so it is more of a summer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the last question is things that you have discovered about yourself recently. I just passed my International Coaching Federation. Congratulations. Yes. Credentialing. That's and great. so now I'm legitimate. And now I have a body that's actually watching over me. And I feel like, okay, I didn't know all my resources. And I found my the resource at the 11th hour before the exam. It's a three-hour exam. I understand that I can push through. Mm-hmm. I can o- get over this. Or I, am, I have the ability and the education yeah. and the will to really get through this. So... <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Even though it wasn't the best score, it was a score that passed. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. And such Thank a that's such a great um self-discovery, such a great self-awareness too. Even for that reason, you know, it was worth taking exam. Of course, you need a certification, right? But just having that proof to yourself that I can really do anything I put my mind to. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love elevating the the profession of coaching and having it legitimate in the eyes of professionals. Well, Vance, if you wanted to share, as we are concluding here, if you wanted to share uh, with our listeners how they can connect with you. I I will post it for you Uh and I will also share it. But Bamboo Shoot High is my Instagram and Mm -hmm. I believe my TikTok and Bamboo Shoot is on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And also my website is bambooshoot.co. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. And we will post those links for all of our listeners so they can connect with you. Again, thank you so much for taking the time, Vince. Always great to talk to you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, Elle.